1-800-104-0303. This is the Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT. You don't have to go. You can stay right here on the Morning Drive with Curtin Anthony. And we are back and joining us in studio now. It's Michelle Reedy and it is Patrice Tabo. Good morning, both of you. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, we are going to be talking about, and Michelle, you're from Reedy Funeral Home on I Shelburne am. Road. That, I am. And that's been there how long? It's been there for a long time, I know. It has been there since the early 1900s. We've wow. been in Burlington. So we were on Cherry Street with my grandfather back years ago and then my dad took um shelburne road when urban renewal came through and they bought him out of the funeral home on cherry street and gave him you know a few thousand dollars and said move um, <laughs> so he came to shelburne road and my grandfather said you'll never make it there it's too far out of the city and look at shelburne road now right it's right busy, oh busy, god so. yeah i love the fact that when you were coming in that you were listening to the previous uh segment that we were doing on the on theme shows quotes and you were out there going it's from who wants to be a millionaire (laughs) (laughs) um all right so let's talk about um something that probably some people don't like to think about but is really important which is funeral planning and funeral arrangements absolutely no one wants to talk about it but it's but it's really important we're not getting out of here alive so that's, that's yeah. the reality. I've heard that we quote before. And, yeah, until <laughs> they until they come up with a cure, great. until they come up with a cure for death. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we are not getting out of here alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's while it's it is an important topic is 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 planning ahead of time. Yeah. No, I think it's it's the gift you can give to your family. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who come into my office and have no idea what their parents wanted um, or their loved ones wanted. So, you know, something as simple as do you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated is is huge for your loved ones. So if you don't answer any other questions, I think that's the most important one that you can that you can tell your family. This is what I want. Um, People tend to have very strong feelings about death, um, cremation and burial. What do when people come in and they haven't done these this planning that you mentioned? I'm sure you do hear from a lot of people that haven't done the planning. What do you advise them if they come in and say, you know, I don't know what my father, what my mother wanted to do. We never had the conversation. What should we do? That's a tough one. We usually ask them, you know, to try and talk to friends of their family. If someone heard a conversation, it usually comes up at the dinner table or out for drinks or whatever. With loved ones, um, someone usually has an idea, but if it doesn't come up, um, you know, they need to do what's in their heart, um, you know, and and make those choices. And we, we have had families that have come in two or three days in a row still unsure of what they were supposed to do. Um, and, you know, the difference with that is burial is not as final as cremation um so if you're sort of on the fence on that um you know cremation is is pretty final um yeah so you know err on the side of maybe caution on that a little bit is there is there a big difference in i hate to put it down to this but pricing you know if you're doing exactly the same thing um there's not a huge difference in pricing if you are doing a 
what we call a direct cremation without service, certainly there is a difference in pricing. But I think if you are doing a traditional um, visiting hours, with, if you're cremated first and you're doing visiting hours and then a church service and burial, it's fairly similar in price. Um, if you are not, then certainly um, you know that makes a difference. And a direct cremation we're seeing a lot more of as the population has become more transient. So what used to be long lifetime Burlington natives is no longer. Um, we have a lot of people who come into our building that we don't know. Um, whereas back in the day, you knew everyone. Um, yeah, and there's and and you know you bring up a good point because generationally there are family plots and and things like that. And I don't I don't see a lot of of people uh, talking about that. And then but I think about you know. I, we, Kurt and I were talking about this segment yesterday off the air, and I said, I got to be honest with you, when my grandmother, uh, at first, she talked about how she wanted everything done down to detail. Right. She actually uh, sat with the three of us that she wanted speaking. And, uh, and I used to be like, God, this is morbid. And, and she chose a friend of mine from college who she didn't know, she had only met him and knew him a, just a couple of years, but... She told him things that she didn't tell anybody else, and then he, he spoke at the funeral. And I found great comfort in it, and the fact that she had decided how she wanted it to be. She had said this, and she had said that. And and so, how do you, um, I mean, without, I mean, how do, you, how do you convince people to take the time to, even if it's just as simple as cremation versus burial, nobody wants to talk about it. Right. And how do you kind of break through a little bit, because... Uh, I have to admit, after going through that experience with her and when she was setting it up, I wasn't happy about it at all. But when we went through it a few years later, it was it really was a blessing. Right. Oh, and, I, and I think that's the important part. And Patrice and I have been going to local assisted living facilities and elder care groups and talking to them. And, you know, I, I generally start my spiel with... You know, I was 27 when my father died unexpectedly. He was 59. Um, I was living in Boston. I was just about to find out I was pregnant with twins at the time and couldn't move back to Burlington. Um, we, I stayed in Boston through my pregnancy and came back afterwards. But, you know, my dad, as a funeral director, still didn't write down what he wanted. Wow. And so we kind of all were like, oh. most funeral directors will tell you they don't want to be cremated. Most will tell you that they want to be buried. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of why, knew Why do you that. think that is? I think it's tradition. I really do. I think that's the traditional way that we've, you know, we've seen things done, the ceremony of it. There is a, there is a piece of that that brings closure. And I think that's the important part. And you can certainly do that with cremation. And we do that a lot with cremation. So I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to say that. My husband and I are both funeral directors, and he wants to be cremated, and I want to be buried. So, um, you know, it's kind of, we're super different on mm-hmm. that. But I, I often say, look, I, I didn't know what my dad wanted. Um, I was young. He was young. And he, anyone who knew my dad in Burlington knew he had a larger-than-life personality, and he was funny. And I think his funeral, now when I look back on it, was far too somber for who he was. Um and I still think he's probably upset with me that that's the way that it went. Yeah, but with all, well, I'll be honest with you, with all due respect to your father, I mean, if anybody should know, he should have. Right, plan. exactly. Although but, I but, will admit, as I approach 59, I, I haven't really thought about it. Right. But that underscores what you're saying with your father is about how important planning is, right? right? You, you look back and say, boy, we, 
we probably didn't do what he would have wanted. Right. It was too somber. He had a big personality. He was funny. Anybody that knew him knew that. And you sometimes want to plan for the person, for their personality, what they were for. And that's a perfect probably example of why planning is important. Absolutely. So that it, years later, you look back and say, hey, we did we did him right. We did or we did her the way she wanted to have it. If, you know, if the planning is there, you know. And Patrice, jump in. Well, the other uh, one of the real important parts, too, about the planning is um, if you have, um, you know, multiple children and you haven't done any planning when the time comes each individual in the family may have very strong opinions on what they want to have happen for mom or dad or um and if they're not in agreement that makes it very challenging i was going to say and uh and and a lot of that probably plays out right in front of the directors i mean you're you're trying to there's, there's a lot of emotion and stress and if you've got four or five kids or even two or three kids and they're like, no, no, mom would have wanted this. No, she would have wanted that. I can imagine that, that that creates yes. great, great turmoil. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, take a two minute break. And uh, the McKenzie Country Class. It's the morning drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here and continuing our discussion now with our guest, and that is Michelle Reedy from Reedy's Funeral Home on Shelburne Road and Patrice Tabo. And we've been talking about the importance of planning. And if you have a question for Michelle or Patrice, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. I know it's a subject that a lot of times people don't want to talk about, but it is important, as you were just mentioning, the difficulty of being in a situation where you haven't talked about it and then there's a number of, of children who then, because how many times have we seen the situation where kids, maybe other family members, end up in a fight at the worst time of all, right? You, it's when everybody's grieving and you end up at odds because of disagreements about what you're going to do. Absolutely. We see it all the time. Um, we see people at their worst. And, you know, we are more therapists and counselors in many ways than we want to be at times um for sure but i was going to ask you that must be a big part of 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 what you do whether it's it's the pre-planning um or when you you're seeing people that are that absolutely ripped to the right down to the core they're very fragile and um i suspect a lot of what you do has to be helping people navigate through that absolutely we and you know we always tell them the first and only call they really need to make is to us and you know the rest of it will will take care of for them yeah the details and and, exactly. and all the all the the, the the mechanics of it right now what happens when because i'm sure you run into this i'm sure you run into everything what happens when a person's has a family member it's maybe a small family or, or maybe it's only one child and they they don't have any money what happens in that case that's that's a tough time um so the state will pay eleven hundred dollars towards whatever service they choose um with the caveat that there is nothing. Um, so we fill out an affidavit saying, you know, with a family and it goes to the state and they'll look into it as to what there is um, for funds. Now, speaking of that, that um, not only just, you know, communicating what you want to do, a lot of people um, prepay or, or make arrangements. And talk a little bit about that, because I know, um, you know, uh, the state is involved in that, too. Right. Absolutely. So we have two types of 
families that come in and it's pre-planning or pre-paying. So we have, you know, probably hundreds of files of people who just came in and wrote down what they wanted. Um, and then we have a lot of people who come in and say, you know what, I want to prepay this so there's no question about what my wishes are and it can't, you know, you have to follow that. So we have a large number of people who do that. Um, and that's because when there's consideration, I mean, I'm not, the, not I like to play a lawyer on the radio, but you can have a list of things, but without consideration, money, the contract isn't solidified. Exactly. But when there's consideration involved, it's a contract. Absolutely. So the state actually mandates the contract that's written. So they came out, oh, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 years ago and, and did a state contract. Every funeral home needs to use it if you're prepaying for a service. So um, it, it, it is a contract. It is a contract. And- they have three days right of rescission after they sign it to change their mind. And it's like, it's, it's like a mortgage. Sure. Um. Now, but let me ask, say, have you had, have you had some people that come in and pay and say, I want to do this. And then their family's like, no, there's no way we're doing that. It's that's, that's, that's not what we want to do. But the contract is the contract. The contract's the contract. So, you know what we usually tell people, look, this is what mom wanted. This is what she prepaid. The state actually stepped in years ago and said, let's make this a little bit easier. And this contract can't be changed unless there is a person that is, whose name is written in that it can be changed. And that person is the only person who has the authority to change a prepaid contract. Kind of like an executor of a will. Exactly. And if there's no one listed there, then it's not so changed. So if, if I want to be buried surrounded by uh, uh, Cherry's Jubilee... And and uh, and uh, and have you know my left toe painted blue. Yep, it's that in the is, contract. That is in the contract. If you have that much detail written down, for sure. You know, it's be- between the prepaid contract and an advanced directive. We have pretty good knowledge of what the person wanted. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it is rare. I will say even over all of the years I've been doing this, it is rare that a family comes in and really upsets the apple cart like that. For the most part, they look at it. We're able to talk with them and say, look, this is what mom wanted. Is this really how you want to end this with, you know, doing something completely the opposite mm-hmm. of what mom wanted? Um, and most people do the right thing. Yeah. I would and say Mich- the vast majority. And Michelle, you do a uh, pre-planning workshop. Exactly. How do people find out about that? Um, Patrice has been kind of spearheading that. So Patrice? Kind of. Um, yeah, if there's an organization that would like us to come in and talk about the differences in planning, um, they can just give us a call uh, or send us an email, and um, we'd be happy to set it up and, and come in. And just to kind of map it out and, and say, here here's here's the way it works, you know. And, and I suspect um, it's funny because, you know, my folks have a group of friends, they, and they talk about different stuff when – I mean, we're adults. I'm in my 50s, but I'm sure you know they, they're not talking to us about it a lot. But every now and then, I'll hear, "Oh, well, so and so wants this," and I'm like, I, "How do you know that?" And, right. and they look at each other like, "Well, we're telling each other, right. you know." So when you said reach out to friends, even if a family doesn't know, um, they are. So if it, if it's a a social organization or a, a place for like a uh, not a, I don't want to say a home, but you know, like an apartment complex yeah. mm-hmm. designed for uh, you know elderly folks. You can just come in and no pressure, just just kind of lay it all out. We want to meet people where they're at, really, is I think what it amounts to. And we try not to make it about readies. We try to make it about there are you know tons of funeral homes that do the right thing. Yeah, um, and it's so there's, there's no obligation if they come to your 
No, uh, not at all. We try and really present the the information as as information. Yeah. And right. a Q&A. And it's mm-hmm. not about me. It's not about my funeral home. It's about these are the steps you should take with any funeral home to yeah. ensure you're getting right. what you want. And Patrice, yeah. what is the in these workshops, what is the biggest question that you hear from people, would you say? Um, you know, there's just a wide range. A, a lot of times people just haven't really thought about it. So people like to know what their options are. And I guess a lot of people want to know the cost because people, you don't talk about it. Um, you don't really think about it. So we just want to get the conversation going. And, uh, you know, just even if people just have a beginning conversation with their loved ones or their family members after they hear from us. Um, that's the, that's the goal just to make things easier when the time comes. Do you find that it's usually people coming in as they have, uh, loved ones, mom, dad, whatever that are sort of getting up there in age and they're beginning to think about the process, uh, or are, you know, are they coming in early to make sure that they are planning, planning out the process or are they wait? Is it more people waiting? Like, Hey, it just happened and now we need to know what to do. Um, it's, it's, I would say mostly people that are um, a little older in age. I met with a, a couple in their 90s recently. Um, oh. I've also been um, at the funeral home um, in the midst of a, a viewing or a wake, and someone will kind of step aside and be like, I really need to make my plans. You know, yeah. how can I do that? And it, well, I'll just say to them, you just give us a call anytime and come in and, and talk about it. Um, yeah. yeah, I bet I, bet I was going to ask you that too because if if you have if you're in the middle of a of a, of a service for somebody, and and uh, uh, I, I, that's when people think about it, yeah, right? And so sure. it's only natural, and they they kind of step aside and go, uh, "I got to come in and talk to you." Exactly, because <laughs> they might be seeing something, and they will be like, "I do not want this." Yeah, right. and I right. better talk about it, or I want this. Yeah, and yeah. Michelle, do you find now more people? What's the split between people getting buried and uh, getting cremated? It's high. It's um, cremation rate is probably our personal cremation rate is probably in the low seventies, seventy percent. So it and it's held steady. Vermont actually used to be have the highest cremation rate in the country, and we don't anymore. Um, but, but has that changed? You said oh, it's held sure. steady. Like let's say twenty five years ago, would it have been the other way around? It. In 1982, when my father put the crematory in, everyone said it was a mistake. Um, and he saw it, it, it was going to be the way of the future, and it sure is. Um, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny you talk about husbands and wives. I was thinking of, of two particular couples uh, that, that uh, one wanted to be buried, one wanted to be cremated. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the end, you know, one was buried holding. Yes. We're holding. actually doing that this week. Yeah, and I thought, you know, that there's there's really something sweet about that because they're together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Michelle, again, if somebody or Patrice, if somebody wants to attend a workshop, how do they do, how do they do it? Where do they get the information? They can call us at the funeral home. We'll put some stuff up on our website when we have more public. Um, right now, we're going into different facilities, but and we we're talking about doing one at the funeral home. All right, Michelle Reedy and Patrice Tabo, uh, thanks for coming in, talking about a subject that's tough to talk about, but it's very important. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to check in with uh, Fox News. Uh, Amanda has the headlines, and then we're going to talk to a couple of doctors about some new options.